Welcome to Zenly Organized, a podcast that helps entrepreneurs better organize themselves, optimize their time, and boost their productivity so they can scale their business serenely. My name is Sarah, and here I talk about organization and productivity tips, goal setting, habit formation, biological rhythms, personal development, mindset, self-care, and much more. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform and leave a review. Now, sit comfortably, grab a drink, and get ready to zenly organize your business. Hello, Zen Organizer. I hope you're well. Before we dive into today's topic, I just wanted to talk to you about a free masterclass I'm going to give this week on how to find the right organization tools uh, for you. So this is a topic I've had uh, many people ask me about and, you know, wondering how to choose the right organization tool because it is something that does take a lot of time and trial and effort to find and it is the basics of a good organization system. So I thought that I could help you with that through a masterclass. Uh, because this way we'll, we'll be able to talk and you'll be able to ask me your questions. Whereas in a podcast episode, it's kind of just a, a one-way <laughs> thing. So if you're interested in, you know, finding the right organization tools for you, kind of having a framework of on how to find the right tools, you know, what, the, what are the criteria to consider, uh, what are the mistakes to avoid... I'll also give you some examples of tools that you can use for different aspects of your business or also your life. Um, well, this masterclass will take place this Thursday at 7 p.m. Central European time. Um, so Paris or Rome uh, time. And there will also be a replay available if you cannot make it for that time. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing you there. If you have questions before the masterclass, make sure you send them to me before uh, through Instagram or by email at zenlyorganized.gmail.com. I would really, really love to know uh, if you have any questions before or if you have, you know, anything you'd like me to talk about during this masterclass and of course during the masterclass you'll be able to ask all your questions. The link to subscribe to the masterclass will be in the description of the episode and so yeah I'm really looking forward to seeing you there and now let's just uh, dive into today's topic. So I don't know if you've noticed but the end of 2021 is less than four months away which means yeah, we still have time to reach uh, the goals we had set for ourselves at the beginning of the year. Uh, but what I've noticed, and you've probably noticed as well, is that more often than not, one of the biggest obstacles to the achievement of projects and goals is the unavoidable dwindling of motivation. So at some point, you've set your goal, you've maybe even tried uh, starting to do it, but motivation decreases and then you stop uh, trying to achieve your goal because you don't feel like it, to maybe you've, you think that it's not the right project anymore or, you know, you're scared it won't work or something and then you start procrastinating and you don't reach your goals. So, if your problem is with procrastination in general, 
uh, I wrote uh, I wrote an article, yes, yes, and there's also a podcast episode, episode number five, about ways to overcome procrastination, and there I give some specific um, tips also for uh, procrastination that is caused by a lack of motivation. But today I wanted to give you a few tips about how to keep your motivation high in general, uh, whether it's because you want to achieve your goals for the end of the year or also, you know, if you have to do a big project in general or, you know, motivation is uh, useful in many areas of your life. So if you need a little boost, I have some five tips for you today to help you stay motivated in the long run and hope hopefully achieve everything you want to achieve. So the first uh, tip I have for you today is to have a clear why and vision. And you've probably already heard about that because it is very important. <laughs> um, I think that this is really the first uh, element you should uh, work on, or the two first elements actually, that you should work on to um, maintain your motivation. And the reason for that is that if you know where you want to go, you know, which is your vision, and why you want to get there, which is your why, then it'll be much easier to stay on track and to keep pushing even when you don't feel motivated, even when you feel like giving up. So, um, because, you know, we hear about the why and vision a lot, but it's not always well explained. I thought I'd just uh, give you a few tips today on how to find your why and um, your vision. So this way you can stay motivated in the, in the long run. And to explain the importance of your why, I wanted to share this uh, beautiful quote by Nietzsche, which says that he who has a why to live for can bear almost any how. So when you have a clear why, it's much easier to bear anything else, uh, to stay motivated, to get through the ups and downs and to succeed at what you want to uh, succeed. So your why is basically your purpose in life. You can also call it your mission, your calling. It's the reason why you live the way you do, you do the job you do, or at least in a perfect world, it should be the guiding principle behind these decisions. So maybe at the moment you're not currently uh, living your why, um, but you know the important thing is to try as much as possible and uh, to to live according to your why. Uh, if you don't, then I guess it's a really good moment to redefine it, maybe, uh, and try to work towards it. So basically, your why with your vision uh, should be your strongest source of motivation at all. Because when you know your why, it's easier to figure out what your goals are, how you can achieve them, how you can create the life that you want and that you enjoy living, um, you know, it also gives you the courage to take the risks um, that are needed to accomplish your why and your vision because it's usually uh, not easy and it does require some risks. Um, and, you know, it helps you stay mo motivated through the ups and downs and the lack of motivation, the self-doubt, 
you know, everything that uh, happens when you are on a quest to achieve a big goal or project. So uh, if you want some help to um, find your why, I'm not an expert, uh, but there are some questions that can help you. Uh, there's also the concept of Ikigai, which is basically yeah your purpose. It's a Japanese concept, and I really recommend doing the exercise. You can find it online if you write Ikigai, uh, but basically you just kind of ask yourself um, what makes you fulfilled, uh, what are your strengths or, or your talents, uh, how can you help people, um, you know, if money, this is one that I really like, it really helps me <laughs> personally, but it's, uh, if money wasn't an issue, what would you be doing? Because of course, uh, in the world we live, we kind of need uh, money to survive, and so sometimes we do things that don't really align with our why or our visions, uh, our vision, sorry, just for survival purposes. So if money wasn't a question, what would you love to do? What would you be doing instead of what you're doing at the moment? And also another one that I really like is how will you measure whether your life was satisfying or not? You know, at the end of your life, put yourself in your uh, 80-year-old shoes or <laughs> something like that and try to think about what would be your measure of a successful life for you. And this is very personal and everybody's definition will be different. So really make sure that you uh, define what's success for you in your own terms and not what society or your peers or your parents say it should be. And also, I just wanted to say that, you know, finding your why isn't a one-time exercise. So don't worry if you can't figure it out completely like right away. Uh, It does take a lot of soul searching and <laughs> questioning to find it. And I think that we might not ever find it for, for sure. You know, some people seem to be pretty sure about uh, their why. Others are a bit uh, more, let's say, ambivalent. So uh, don't worry if you don't find it right away. I think what it's really important is to try to identify the pillars in your life that make you want to move forward, grow, and kind of become the person you wish to become. So this is already a big step if you can identify these pillars in your life. And I just wanted to finish this um, section about your why with this other great quote by James Clear, the author of Atomic Habits. Highly recommend that book. Um, and the quote goes as it, uh, like this. If your motivation and desire are great enough, that is why you are acting, you'll take action even when it's quite difficult. So your why and we'll see now your vision, they kind of really are the what you aim for and your big, your big picture, you know, for your life. So when uh, you're not sure about something, just refer to that. And when your motivation decreases, remind yourself of that and it will give you kind of a boost to keep pushing, keep moving towards it. So now let's see what's uh, your vision, because I personally think your why and your vision are uh, closely related. So your vision is what you'd like your life to be uh, in a certain amount of years. And for here, like for that, you can define you what um, length you want your vision to be for 
personally, I think five years works for me. More than that, it's a bit hard, but maybe I have like a general idea of what I'd like my life to be like in, let's say, 20 years. But um, for me, five years is a, a good length of time to kind of uh, envision what I'd like to my life to look like. So also you can outline a vision for your personal life and your professional life because they might be separate. I think that if you're an entrepreneur, your life is basically, your personal life and your professional life are very interwined. So, um, interweaved, sorry. So may, maybe you want, you'll want one vision uh, for both. You, you decide. What is crucial when you do this exercise, though, is to be completely honest with yourself and not be afraid to dream big and don't let your fears in. So really, if the sky was the limit and no, there, the sky wasn't even the limit, you could go anywhere you want, what would your life look like? And try to picture it as precisely as possible um, because it will help you be even more motivated. The clearer the picture, the better the effect it will have on your motivation uh, to reach your goals. So um, also what's important is that your vision should reflect your why. You know, if your why is uh, to help people and then your vision is uh, to become a billionaire that doesn't give money to anyone or something like that I'm of course doing a bit of a caricature here <laughs> uh, but you know they should match so I I see the um, the vision as kind of a materialization of your why you know so your why is kind of your ideals and your vision is how these ideals materialize in the real world the real life um so to find your vision uh also have a few questions here that might help you. Um, as always, you can find the episode transcript on the blog at zenlyorganized.com. So if you want to do uh, these exercises uh, after listening to the episode and taking some time to reflect upon it, which I really recommend, then you will find all the questions uh, directly on the blog. So these questions are, for example, um, and as I said, for your vision, really be as precise as possible. So where are you exactly? Try to describe if you're in your dream house, try to depict your house as clearly as possible. What are you doing here? Again, be as specific as possible. Who's with you? Do you have children? Who's your partner? Do you have pets? Um, you know, if you're, if it's your professional uh, vision, do you have employees? What do they do? What do you do? You know, this kind of things. How do you feel? And this one, I really like it because, for example, for your professional life, it's like, do you feel fulfilled? Do you feel um, uh, successful, uh, empowered? You know, try to really picture how you feel in that uh, vision in your perfect life. Uh, how do you look as well? You know, uh, if you want to become a super powerful CEO, well, maybe you dress in a certain way. If you want to be a bit more laid back, you know, work from home, chill, easy peasy, then maybe you're dressed more in casual wear, you know, just be as specific as possible. And also try to picture what your day looks like. So uh, do you work from home? Do you go somewhere to work? 
Um, do you have a lot of free time? Do you do some specific activities? For example, I like hiking. So one of my perfect day would be like I work in the morning and then I have the whole afternoon to go for a hike. So, you know, try to be as precise as possible. So, of course, when you do this, um, the, this exercise, you should definitely uh, either write a recap of your vision or, you know, do like a really um, uh, complete text with all the details you, you just imagined. Um, you can also do a vision board if you're more a visual person. Uh, instead of a, a written text, you can do a visual board, a vision board, sorry, with visual elements that represent your vision. You know, if you want to put some pictures of um, houses you'd like, you know, a style of house you'd like to have, um, your desk, uh, you know, anything that can relate and remind you of your vision. Or you can also create um, a mental image of your vision. So visualization. So really here again with all the details um, of your vision. So this way you have a strong mental image and you can um, go there when you need a little boost of motivation. So personally, when I feel like my motivation starts waning, I visualize my vision. Uh, I prefer the visual, visualization, visualization exercise uh, because I can take it wherever <laughs> I want. If it's a visual, like a vision board or a text and I don't have it with me, it's a bit more difficult. So I personally like to visualize it, but all the other methods are really good. You choose the one that corresponds to your needs uh, the best. Um, and so, yeah, when I, I have a lack of motivation and everything, I really visualize my vision and try to remind myself of the reasons that got me started in the first place, you know, why I'm doing that. Why do I want to achieve this vision? Um, and seriously, I'm not saying that just because I'm doing an episode on that, <laughs> but it always provides me with a huge motivation boost. Like seriously, when I think about, okay, I want to have my business, I want to be able to um, live close to the mountains, as I said, go and hike <laughs> um, often and everything, and, you know, be my own boss and have uh, financial independence, you know, all these things. On the days when I'm down, it's just like, oh, yeah, okay, that's that's why I want to do this, that's why I want to, I have to do, or, you know, I want to do this task, because it will help me get closer to this vision, to my why. So whatever way you prefer to remind yourself of your vision, make sure you use it when you feel like your motivation is decreasing because it will really, really help you push through the most difficult moments. And as I said, I'm telling you because it works and everybody I've talked to also told me that this is a really, really huge motivation booster. So give it a try and um, see how it works for you. The second tip I have for you today is to set realistic but challenging goals. And of course, they have to be actionable. Uh, you probably know I love goal setting. I talk about it quite a lot. I did quite a few episodes on that already, but I think that this is really important to keep your motivation high and achieve your goals and ultimately your vision and your why. Because, you know, for example, your why and your vision, they are ideas. And your goals, this is how it's the concrete part of how you will fulfill 
your vision and your why. So that's usually also where your motivation starts dwindling. It's when you actually have to take action to reach your goals and then to reach your vision and your why. So it'll be really, really uh, easier to stay motivated if you, well, for starters, set goals, you know, so this way you have a clear path of action, you know, where you are going, you know, what you have to do to achieve your goals, your vision, your why. But also um, if you set your goals uh, correctly, so uh, goals, if you set goals that are motivating and that are attainable, because of course, if you um, give yourself like, if you set a goal for yourself that you don't really want to achieve, the classic one is, for example, um, losing weight. But if you don't want to do it for you, because you want to do that, because, you know, it will have impacts for you. Well, it, it's, it makes no sense in setting that goal for yourself. It has to come from you. Your goals have to be something you want to achieve. And of course, they also have to be motivating. If um, my goal was to earn 1 million euros this year, knowing that I just started my business, that's quite hard to keep up my motivation if, of course, it's a goal that I won't be able to attain this year. I mean, unless I had like a brilliant idea. (laughs) I'm not saying it won't, like it can't happen, but for me, I don't think this is um, an attainable goal for this year for me. So, you know, it wouldn't make sense for me to set uh, such a goal. So, you know, make sure your goal isn't too easy because you lose interest very quickly, but make sure it's also not too hard because you, of course, rightfully feel inadequate if you can't Uh, achieve it or even come close to achieving it and then you'll want to quit because it's not motivating to work towards something you know you can't achieve and um, as I said also make sure um, it's attainable and motivating (laughs) because it will be hard to uh, maintain your motivation if these um, characteristics aren't there and uh, I've already talked about the smarter method and other uh, goal setting um, methods you can check episode 15 <laughs> starting to lose track no 14 sorry um, episode 14 for different goal setting methods if the smarter method uh, isn't for you I talked about other four methods so um, there is no excuse for you not to set goals and also there's episode number one in which I give you my five-step a method to achieve your goals, which also includes the definition of your vision and your why. So you'll do both at the same time. You can find everything either on the blog or on the podcast. Also, another tip to make your um, goals easily attainable and actionable is to deconstruct your goals into the smallest possible actionable steps. And also, um, establishing like significant thresholds so this way you kind of have small victories along the way um, that make you uh, feel motivated to keep going so you know um, having a perception that you are progressing that you are working towards your goal and that you are almost there you know it will help you stay so much more motivated than if you don't really have a plan 
to get there and you, if you haven't uh, really determined all the steps that it will take you to achieve your goal. So um, really take time to set your goal, make sure it's smarter or you know it, that it is uh, well-defined, then really list all the tasks you have to do to get there. And if, as I said, you can also put thresholds, you know, if you can divide your goal into smaller goals, this will really help you stay motivated and make progression consistently rather than not knowing where to start, what to do and what order to do it. And then, you know, kind of get lost and probably abandon because you don't really know how to get there. So this is really, um, a simple yet very efficient way to make sure you will achieve your goals. For example, um, this year my goal was to get my driver's license. So, you know, I divide, I define two thresholds. First, pass the theory test and then pass the, the practical test. So these were my two thresholds. And then within each of these um, thresholds, which are kind of small, smaller goals, I had listed all the steps I had to do to get there. So this way, as I was making progress through the year, I kept my motivation to get my driver's license, you know, which also links to my vision of being free, being able to travel wherever I want, not have the um, restriction of not being able to drive for example. So, you know, this is all linked and you'll see that by doing that, it'll be really, really um, easier to achieve your goals. Also, because, you know, it will allow you not to only focus on the distance that separates you from your goal, but you'll really be able to see the progression you're making. You'll be able to see how uh, much um, the distance gets reduced as you go through these steps, as you go through these tasks you have to do to achieve your goal. So, you know, it will uh, really make it easier to get there. The third tip I have for you today is to have an accountability buddy or a business friend if you're an entrepreneur. So, well, I'm not going to lie, motivation inevitably dwindles at some time, at some point when you're doing something. Motivation, you cannot rely only on motivation to get somewhere. Um, so this today's episode is about helping you stay motivated, but it is impossible to keep motivated all the time. So uh, you will probably have some big motivation drops and it's when you have these motivation drops that the tips I'm giving you today can help you kind of <laughs> go back to a decent level of motivation to help you uh, keep moving forward but it will happen so don't fool yourselves thinking it won't just make sure you use the correct strategies to get back on track and having an accountability buddy is one of them because the an accountability buddy is um, a person that will help you um, keep a commitment it will the, that person will help you uh, go through even when you feel low, when you feel down, when you don't feel like uh, doing it anymore. So you can um, choose a family member or a friend as an accountability buddy, but make sure that you choose a person that um, makes you feel comfortable, you know, because you will have and want to share your feelings, your emotions, your fears, your thoughts, everything that is uh, 
making you think of abandoning. So make sure it's someone you are in confidence with. And if your accountability buddy has the same goal or even habit or project, because accountability buddies are very common for habits, um, but it also works for a goal or project, well, it's even better if they have the same because you will be able to both motivate each other. And since you'll be going through like roughly the same experiences, you know, maybe not exactly the same, but a bit the same, uh, probably the same emotions, the same uh, drops in motivation, it will be easier to understand and support one another. So this is really good. As I said, uh, this accountability buddy is good if you, for goals, but don't, it's also good for habits, for example. Um, and since I was saying it's good to have someone that goes through the same uh, experience as you, well, if you're an entrepreneur, I really suggest having a friend that is also an entrepreneur as your accountability buddy or um, as we call it in the biz, a business friend. <laughs> Because um, building a business is something that your friends and family, if they're not entrepreneurs, they might be super um, supportive but they don't really know much about building a business and what it entails and all the doubts, all the feelings and emotions that come with it. So um, if uh, your friends and your family are not entrepreneurs, I really suggest finding an entrepreneur friend that will help you go through um, this adventure because it is an adventure together. Um, because, you know, you will be sharing the same struggles and um, also, you know, having, maybe you'll do different courses or the same courses, but um, you will be able to help each other out with all the aspects of a business because, um, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, you don't think the same way uh, people who have day jobs think in terms of, you know, everything uh, business related. So, It is, uh, it can be hard for me. It was really hard at the beginning before I had a business friend because my family and friends don't really know anything about business. And um, so, you know, you want to talk about your doubts and your ideas with someone, but if they don't know anything about uh, building a business, it's kind of hard. So uh, if you're an entrepreneur, I really suggest uh, finding a business friend. For me, it made it made a huge difference. And now when I have a motivation drop, I go and talk to my business friends and usually, well, they feel exactly the same and, you know, it's just um, easier to help each other out and be like, yeah, don't worry, it's totally normal, but, you know, you're doing all the right things uh, or maybe, you know, oh, maybe have you tried this or I heard about this person that could help you. It's just easier to have someone to exchange with that knows what you're going through and that can help you with real uh, advice um, about your business. So really recommend that. And if you don't know where to meet a business friend, uh, well, maybe if you already exchange with some people on social media, for example, some entrepreneurs on social media, then you might ask them uh, if there's a good feeling between you. Um, you can find them in your business courses. I found my business friends mostly in the business courses I took, but you can also um, find them in masterminds, for example, in retreats, in uh, um, big conferences or, you know, big events. 
in the biz in about business etc so um just try to find someone that uh, has a business um and it will make such a big difference when you feel your motivation decreasing <laughs> um because it will happen So the second last tip I have for you today is to take regular breaks because accomplishing a goal or project usually requires a lot of time and energy. So you will want uh, to take breaks to maintain your motivation and also your sanity <laughs> in the long run. It's really important you take some time off to rest and recharge your batteries uh, quite often because it will help you... Um, push through and not risk burnout or exhaustion because this is a risk and you know when you don't feel motivated sometimes just taking a break even if it's just for a few hours it will really help you um, kind of get back the, en the energy maybe you'll get some new ideas because especially um, with creative tasks and things like that you when you need the idea it doesn't come <laughs> so you really need to take some time off to be able to let some mm, some time for your brain to come up with ideas maybe uh, you'll take a break and then you'll get your eureka moment and then you know it will solve all your problems and instead of just like staying in front of your computer and being like why can't i find a solution sometimes going for a break is really the best uh, thing you can do so Uh, you know, your your breaks can be short, like going just for a walk, doing some stretching, taking a nap, or, uh, you know, they can be <laughs> a bit longer, like taking the weekend off or going on a holiday. What I recommend is making sure you do both on a regular basis to maintain your energy level as high um, as possible, because if you're too tired, usually you're... I wouldn't say they're correlated, but <laughs> probably we should do a study about that. But um, if you're tired, it's really hard to stay motivated. Um, if you're tired, you, you just feel like sleeping or doing something else, it will be hard to uh, stay motivated. So make sure you rest and you'll see that your motivation will come back. Finally, my last tip today is to celebrate your victories because too often we don't even savor it when we reach our goals. We just kind of get there and we're already starting to think about the next goal and the next things we have to do. And so, you know, we don't even take like a few minutes to just be like, yes, I did well, to just kind of congratulate yourself reward yourself and you know just kind of savor the moment no we're already in doing mode and just like what's next what do I have to do especially because when you reach your goal you know you're primed you're like okay yeah I'm ready to do something else I can you know take on the world let's go <laughs> so it's easy to kind of get caught in the momentum and just kind of forget to uh, celebrate all the hard work you've done to get there so instead of doing that and just kind of going right into another goal or another project make sure you take the time to recognize your accomplishments and as I said even reward yourself for them um, you know it doesn't have to be a huge reward it can be just like cooking or ordering your favorite meal for example or you know taking a short well this is already a big a bit 
bigger, but taking a short or a long holiday, um, doing a special activity, you know, maybe going for a massage or if you've been wanting to go uh, scuba diving for a while, go and do that. Um, you can buy yourself a present or, you know, something you've been wanting for a while, but you were hesitating. Well, now is the time to get it for you and reward yourself for all the hard work you've done. Especially because um, if you don't do it, probably nobody else will. <laughs> uh, so make sure that you congratulate yourself and that you are your number one supporter because more often than not, you will be your only supporter. <laughs> so, you know, make sure you do take the time to appreciate how hard you've worked and what a badass you are. So I hope these tips will help you accomplish everything you want to accomplish. Uh, remember that most things that are worth it take a lot of time, effort, and tons of motivation, which isn't constant. <laughs> so, you know, uh, hang in there and keep going even when you feel down and unmotivated. Try to apply these tips when you feel a drop of motivation to keep you going because... I guarantee that the end result will be worth it. You might just be, uh, you might just feel down at the moment and be like, oh, why am I doing this? And am I going to succeed and everything? And is it worth the time and effort that I'm putting in? And if it's really something that you want to do, then yes, everything is worth it. And you will be so, so, so satisfied when you reach it. So hang in there, keep going. When your motivation drops, use one of the tips I gave you today or others, you know. I'd love to also hear about what your tips are to stay motivated. So don't hesitate to reach out to me on Instagram to let me know. Uh, of course, there are many more. I just wanted to give you these five because... You know, too many is like none. So <laughs> just, um, you know, clarify your vision and your why. Um, set realistic goals. Have an accountability buddy. Take regular breaks. Celebrate your victories. And do anything else that uh, helps you stay motivated. But do move forward and do uh, keep working towards your goals and your vision and your why. Because it's all worth it. So I wish you a zenly organized week and I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening until the end. You can go to zenlyorganized.com to find the episode's notes and all the mentioned resources. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform and leave a review. It's a free and easy way to encourage the podcast. That's it for me today. I wish you a zenly organized week and I'll see you for the next episode. Bye.